This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. It's Football Friday, presented by Abundance Energy, Hacks Level, and uh, Jeff McGuire edition of the morning drive as we get you ready for the weekend. We'll, uh, myself and Level will be departing later on for Fort Worth. The guys are going to be revving it up with uh, Optimum Game Day live coverage starting tomorrow at 9 a.m. Our game broadcast will come up starting at 7 with Texas Tech and Cal. And you can listen to that on both Double T 97.3 and in progress on 100.7 The Score because of our basketball game, 5.30, Texas Tech against Vanderbilt. All right, level. let's break this game down. Let's get into it. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to get into you w- uh, with about is um, participation numbers because <laughs> of the dance of the portal. The portal dance. It, it is, well, the, this sport right now, the calendar, it's a calendar conundrum is what it is. Mm-hmm. There, There is so many things happening simultaneously. Mm-hmm. If you're knee deep in it, I don't know how you spend your one emotional equity, your time. Am I talking to my own kids about staying here? Am I coaching my own kids about playing in this upcoming game? Am I talking a kid into playing in said game? Am I talking how many new kids from elsewhere am I talking into coming to my deal? Oh, by the way, this recruiting class I worked on all summer, they can put pen to paper next week. want to make sure none of them have any late changes of mind. And then I can get on the road and go, I mean, you know, so because early signing days next week, you know, it's just, you know, maybe I have coaches that are looking for – different jobs or somebody's wanting to talk to my coaches. I mean, it makes my head want to explode. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just a lot. And, 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 and there's compensation for a lot of these guys to deal with this, but it's just, you can only do so much, you know, you can only do so much at the, at the same time. And so it, it is, it's just wild. This, this three weeks in December here, you know, I guess it just kind of spills into four weeks of, of, of December, but it's just, about everything you can imagine going on at the same time. And I, I tell you what I hate it for. I hate it for like college basketball too because you've got all these basketball games going on and it's like there's so much football news still that are, isn't even game related. And it's just like there's only so much focus the the general fan can give and pay attention to and all those things. So anyway, I don't know what they do to fix it all, but sheesh, man. I mean, it's a – so yeah. I mean, you, you got to – and then you're trying to figure out, okay, who's playing in this game? <laughs> and the interesting thing for me is you could have a guy say, I'm going into the portal, but I'm going to play in the bowl game. Aren't yeah. there two situations like that on this tech team coming up? Uh, several, actually, yeah. Um, and, and I think some coaches have some coaches have a, a policy. Like if you get in the portal, you know. You, Bye-bye. Yeah, we're out. I think Joey's stance is it's kind of case-by-case basis. You know, like you know, how how did this go? What he, he doesn't want some uh, some malcontent hanging around, yep. 
and, and all that, and and you know. So, for instance, you know, Cameron Valdez was not a problem in the in the locker room, right? And he's, I think, he's going to participate in this bowl game. Um, I think Loic Fungi is going to see, and like it, 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 it's a bit of a tell, I think, too, because I would tell you, based on my knowledge of it, I think Loic Fungi, um, I think Nate Floyd, who's a backup DB, I think uh, Cameron Valdez. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any others, but those those three I think are going to participate in this bowl game. They've practiced all along, and I think there's a good chance they will come back here. Mm-hmm. They'll return. They just kind of, you know, and and why you get into the portal that that's for them to, you know, explain. I, I really don't know. Seeing what else is out there, is there a, a larger role for me out there? Is there you know wh- whatever it may be? But uh, I I think though that those three have a chance of coming back here, but. That's the thing is when you get into the portal, like coaching staffs have the right to like, man, we, we didn't know. So we, we, we've we replaced your scholarship. Sorry. That's the thing I was going to talk about as tricky. well because now you start to see all these commits coming in from uh, guys at other schools. And, I mean, like the guy from Toledo, I'm like, well, that guy's a steamroller. Oh, I mean, he's, Yeah, he's playing yeah. with an edge. He's yeah. got uh, – I, I tell you what, if you're playing in the MAC at Toledo, if you're, there's a chance you're probably a tough son of a gun. Um, so yeah, you start filling up those holes, and then you're like, you know, maybe we don't need your. You know, well, you're, you're it, taking up a scholarship, and, and they've offered. Uh, I think this is interesting. Taj Brooks has announced that he's coming back, as we as we all know, and then they, but they've they hosted a running back last week. Ended up going to Oklahoma is where he ended up um, at a UT Martin. But then they offered a running back yesterday out of Elon. Uh, who had close to a thousand yards rushing, and so it's like if you're Texas Tech, it's like, hey Cam, we we didn't we 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 don't know mm-hmm. what you're so we're but you know it, it it's just an interesting dance, you know. You think we'll see a healthy Baron Morton? Oh, healthier, yeah. I mean, this is. I, I feel bad for. I, I think he would uh, he would love to be able to tell everybody what he's endured this year, but he's just not going to necessarily do it. Maybe until after the year's over. Just how much he had to drag his shoulder around. Um, yeah, yeah, and I think you know, but that's how he's judged, and that's what you know, that's what the the offense that, that that's put out there. But yeah, I think he's uh, he's had several weeks, and they, they've started to talk about this a little bit at times. But they had weeks where he just couldn't throw the ball, couldn't push it down the field. Well, and and you 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 play in the game, and then you don't pick up a football really and throw it until warmups the following week, and it's hard to be sharp. Yeah. Or, I mean, if you're the play caller, uh, I don't know if he really likes this play, if he's good at this play, if he can throw it that far uh, or not. You know, I hadn't seen it all week. So that's what – I still get to come in here every day from 9 to 12 on the end of the bench with Joyce. And that was my biggest argument when Kitley was getting hammered on this on this thing. I said, I, here's what I want you to do. And I don't know if anybody listened, and it's okay if they didn't. But this is what I had to say about that. I said, I want you to take yourself – Slide yourself into his shoes, put the cap and the whistle on. All right, now you've got the the placard. You've got the 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 playbook. All right, now do do me a favor. Rate your overall wide receiver group. Yeah, well, yeah. It's it's not. Uh, this is this is one of the unfortunately it's one of the worst groups of 
And, and they're not bad kids. They just didn't produce. It, it, there's not a lot of speed and quick twitch. And, and you, the, the main thing is there's no yards after the catch. You know, there's and, no and playmaking. Yeah. Playmaking. Yeah. Playmaking. Yeah. Playmaking. All right. Rate your offensive line. You get where I'm going with yeah, this. Yeah. Rate this. Rate. Yeah. And then now you do have somebody standing behind you that's an A-plus yeah. in Taj Brooks. And you rode him to 1,400 yards mm-hmm. and probably rode him to a bowl game um, experience and, and earning that sixth win to get to a bowl. But I would I sit there and don't see a whole lot of options to get creative, to do what I want to do, or operate like I operate when I have Bailey Zappi and all these weapons at my disposal, whether it had been a Houston Baptist or Western Kentucky, when his offense was just lightning bolts. It's just lightning bolts shooting yeah, out of Zappi's in the NFL, Jareth Stearns uh, in the NFL, who was uh, one of the wideouts there. And, like, I mean – Honestly, I'm not sure that you have any NFL guys on on uh, on your offense right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I would say Taj Brooks one of the closest, but he's even decided to come back because that grade wasn't higher than he had hoped for. Better for him here next year yeah. than it would have been to roll the bones and see <laughs> if he could get into seven come eleven high yeah, and low. Look how baby it's the come out roll, right? I think you did that correct. I never played crap. <laughs> All right, give us your bold predictions. B O W L. This is the morning drive on Double T 97.3. The morning drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. High school ball tonight, six o'clock. The Cooper girls take on Monterey on 100.7 the score. Liberty girls against Childress at 6 30 on 107.7 ES FM. And Liberty Boys against Dimmit, 7.30 on 107.7 Yes FM. Level, is the infrastructure going to be able to hold up down your way with everything going on? Like roads and stuff? Oh, because of the weather? No, just, just just the roads overall, just how much the traffic's pushing that way. Oh, yeah, right? I know. It's it's wild on that side of town, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah, and over on, remember when you picked me up, it's kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. but in the friendship side, yeah. it's like, man, they're trying to catch up <laughs> in a hurry for all the growth in this place. Yeah. And I've only been here eight years, and it's changed a massive amount. Yes, it has. Massive. And they can't, they can't build it uh, quick enough, or widen it quick enough. Exactly. Yeah. Widen those roads. Yeah. Uh, let's get a few on the Yates Flooring Center chat line here going. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, Tech wins 35-17 because their offensive coordinator left for Baylor. That's from Paul. Jake Spavitol, uh, you know, f- you know the Spavitol name, his, uh, obviously Jake's brother uh, used to work here on the defensive side of the ball and all that. But, yeah, Jake uh, Spavitol now in Waco uh, and – What's interesting about Cal's situation is that they uh, they lose Jake Spavital. They, they lose a guy named uh, I forgot his first name, Coach Plow, uh, P L O W G H. I think um, I think he's actually taking the head job at UC Davis. Mm. He has agreed to stay on uh, and and call the plays and all that during bowl time. So basically, their 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 offensive play calling was gutted, uh, but. They had uh, they had one guy that agreed to stay, and so who the heck knows how he calls it? You know, I mean, it's it's a it's a weird weird deal. Um, and then they hired, uh, you know, nobody cares, but you know, they hired Sterling Marlin, uh, who 
was at Ole Miss and Texas, say, I know that Texas name. boy, yeah. Uh, but he was at Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin, and that's who will be the new offensive coordinator uh, for Cal. You know, for going next forward, year. yeah. Part of the uh, when they entered into the ACC, ACC. <laughs> that's right. I got to tell you, I I would be depressed if I was at Cal to begin with, and then if you throw in the fact that I've got to go to play in Blacksburg, Virginia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, it's, I would be uh, really depressed, man. Yeah. I mean, that's so, so far. And it's not like you have an alliance out where you're at either. It's just you and Stanford. Yeah. You and Stanford. And, uh, and SMU. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the ponies. <laughs> but still, that's halfway across. I know. I agree totally. But, yeah, that, that's just that's uh, their, their pod, their close uh, little proximity buddy. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't. I don't know how that's going to go. The bowl games are, are are interesting because who's motivated to be there, who, whose coaching staff is intact or not intact, who's opted in and out, how many portal entries. There's all kinds of roster uh, decisions. But but the the one dynamic as it relates to offensive play calling is that guys get a lot more creative in these bowl games because they have a lot more time to fiddle with stuff, and they. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll like it. these are exhibition games, this, yeah. And then you get the hey, we got nothing to lose. Here. Ex- that's what I'm saying, yeah. So, you, you want to fake a punt, a field Double goal, you, you pass all, all the stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of those uh, fumble ruskies, gadgets. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would guarantee you that the the back in the day, the you saw the fumble ruski more in bowl games than anywhere else, they weren't doing that during the regular season for yeah. the most part, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I just can't get myself excited about a pre-Christmas bowl game from the eight forty center. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's I mean that's that's fine, but I, I, I you only get so many times to watch your team play, and then uh, then mm-hmm. it's on ice for for a bit. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I but I certainly get it. That wasn't the goal, you know, to play you know in a bowl game before Christmas. That that's obviously. Although next year it'd be nice to play in a meaningful game before Christmas because next year. There may not be many bowl games or as many before Christmas next year as there are this year because the playoffs will have you, you're going to get quarterfinal games on December the nineteenth next mm-hmm. year. You know you're going to get a a Friday night and a triple header on a Saturday of quarterfinal you know college football playoff games that'll be fairly meaningful that'll get their own TV slot. So that that'll alter the bowl schedule and they'll move that around and you know and so anyway that's kind of fascinating did you say tomorrow's a quadruple header yes yeah so espn espn owns a lot of these bowl games right and so they take the two saturdays because let's see it's um so tomorrow's the 16th so the 16th is tomorrow the 23rd obviously next saturday they load it up it's like 10 or 11 a.m., and they just start rattling them off. And so, yeah, the Red Raiders are at the tail end of of that. Uh, so I could, in fact. I saw your got, it's uh, pretty. Yeah. It's got color, color yeah. on the printer. Use yeah. the cartridges yeah. on that one. <laughs> You've got, yeah, the New Orleans Bowl. The, the um, yeah, the New, let's see. New Mexico? Well, the. Mexico Cure Bowl, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure where that one is. But, yeah, then the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, you've also got the L.A. Bowl and the Independence Bowl. So, let's see. Yeah, three of those. Let's see, four of those are on ESPN. A couple of those are on uh, ABC. 
So yeah, okay. it's just like yeah, you got you got a lot going on. Okay, so I guess ESPN has it's a triple header. Sorry, I, I screwed that up. But two, so one fifteen, four forty five, and eight fifteen. Yeah, so that's what you're that's what you're looking at. But uh, yeah, you got a great excuse to party hardy deep into the night. The, Who the, needs an excuse? Yeah, turn it loose. Hey, 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 if you got an excuse, I started to sound like Tommy DeVito's agent there. Hey, hey. Where's my veal cutlet? Uh, I need some Parmesan. Get the peppers. Get the peppers. <laughs> Tommy DeVito's agent. That's been a great story. Uh, good to hear you boys. Tech 30 to 17. That's from Dan in Dallas. Uh, you, have you been to the stadium in Shreveport? In the Pittsburgh Bowl, yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to try to paint the picture for that a little bit coming up here <laughs> because it's an interesting picture. Yeah. Also, uh, Jeff will give us this day in sports history when we come back here. Uh, this is the Morning Drive on Double T 97.3. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Oh, Yeah. Little groove here. <laughs> Is that Snoop? It was, it was okay. the intro. Snoop and Anna Kendrick. Okay. Snoop and Anna Kendrick. <laughs> what a collab! Just like Hacks and Level. <laughs> Which <laughs> one of you is Anna Kendrick? Just, just, just <laughs> like it. Well, yeah, yeah, just like it. Uh, he gave up the smoke, right? You think he actually did it? No, I don't. No way. Yeah. No. No. Um, yeah, Jamie and uh, Chuck on the move. So we stepped in. We being, again, Hacks and Level, we'll be uh, getting down towards Fort Worth tonight and then play Vanderbilt tomorrow at 6.30. You can listen to that game on 100.7 The Score. This is the road to Shreveport, and it's presented by Abundance Energy. Just your overall feeling. How's this game going to go? We haven't kind of talked about that, really, with uh, two teams that are pretty similar. And And... I started started drawing some lines across yesterday, two days ago, as far as their running back and Tech's running back. Oh, yeah. You can see some similarities. Their best receiver as far as the yards, Tech's best receiver as far as yards, quarterbacks. I mean, there's some similarities on the paper. That's not where this thing is played, though. So what do you see? You know, we, we mentioned that about, uh, you know, motivation and, and, and all that. But it really this, this really comes down to this will be fairly simple. You've got two because I think Texas Tech is going to end up seeing if it's not the best, it's going to be the second best running back in the Pac-12 in in Jade Knot. Uh, Bucky Irving maybe the top guy. You know Washington's got a couple of of, of dudes uh, as well, but uh, Bucky Irving's already declared for the NFL draft. The the one out of Oregon, he's phenomenal. Um, although you kind of largely kept him in in check uh, when, when you played him in September, but Jade Knot, you know about twelve fifty thirteen hundred yards rushing. Averages five and a half a carry. I mean, he's he's going to be their identity, their bulk, and then it's just how do you how do you handle him? The flip side is the Cal is going to have to deal with you know Taj Brooks, mm-hmm. and so and, and and the thing about bowls is that you you kind of have this gap in between your last game and then when you play. And a lot of times there's not you know there's not a lot of time and energy spent on like tackling. So my buddies and I in college, we would always like, hey, man, you want to bet on the bowl games? Just take the over. They don't tackle for mm-hmm. for three or four weeks. You know, they're at the banquet and they're at the bowl festive, you know, and all that stuff. So you, you, you'll find out early. What I like about tech standpoint is that 
you'll have one of your best players on defense back on the field and healthy in Jacob Rodriguez. You know, he didn't play versus Texas um, because of the trying to maintain his red shirt. Hutchings um, didn't either, right? Is, is Hutchings going to play? I don't think Jalen Hutchings will play, no. No. I, and, and that's, you know, you're, you're missing some dudes here. Miles Cole's not going to play. Um, you know, Jalen Hutchings. I, but I think on defense, that's that about may it. be about it. Um, got all your linebackers good to go. You know, you just move Quincy Ledet up front and, and Jalen's spot and, and play next to Tony Bradford. You've got your, your senior corners and Rabbit and Tyler Owens is back and, you know, Baskerville. So, uh, Josiah Pierre and Jacob Rodriguez, Ben Roberts, all those guys. So, it's just about – and then what, what fascinates me about this game, too, is that the helmet communication. Okay, so that, that hasn't been talked about a ton, but I think it's just wild to me in these bowl games that you can now they, – they've put – They've put the the mics and the heads in the helmets, and then the the coach is talking to them directly. So, from tech standpoint, Zach Kitley's talking to Baron Morton, and as far as I know, until somebody tells me differently, there the technology is not there to cut it off, like with 15 seconds left on the play clock. This is a four to four and a half hour conversation, you know, that you can just have with him. You know, uh, if if you want to, like, hey, I mean, the middle of the play, before the play, after the play, and all this stuff. Uh, Tim DeRuiter will have, I think, three players on the field at the same time that will have that will be mic'd up uh, as well, which is a bit different than the NFL, uh, where it's just one and one, and uh, it's the green dot, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. But you're allowed to have three guys on defense with, with a, and I don't know how they'll label it if they'll do a green dot on the helmet or whatever. So. Um, this is my understanding, and I think there was. Uh, it, it's just it's fascinating because it's kind of video game esque on how that you call it, how you talk a player through. Like, hey, man, they they lined up in this last time. It was a run right. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there is no more running up to the line of scrimmage and then looking over the sideline for a signal. No, you you don't need you don't need tarps. You don't need the the placards with the sign. I mean, it, like it it eliminates a lot of the props. This is a one off though. It hasn't been passed. Permanently, but this is how they can they can utilize it in this game again. As long as both teams agree, so I'm fascinated how the play calling because they've changed the way they practice, you know, on 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 all these things because you're practicing the way that you do it, and then all the hand signals on that you don't need any of that. I'll tell you what, though, that's an old place that worries me a little bit about. You know, hey, uh, you'd be down there kicking the socket to plug the thing in. You know, <laughs> hey, does this going to work today? You know, because that, that place is a, they, a spent, barn. Yeah, Independence Bowl. And what what uh, what like interstate is it right off of? There's an interstate that just goes right right next right next to it. It's right off of. I'm trying to remember what road that is. That. I something I don't remember what, but uh, isn't it the same road that you take in from Dallas? Is it I twenty? Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. I don't think you have to deviate. Okay, okay. And you may be right. I mean, it, it's it, it and that that could, that could be dead on because it's something. I mean, that uh, you just drive right down right down the interstate right there. And it's like, oh, there's the Independence like right mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah. And the fairgrounds all around. Oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, that it, is fascinating though because you, you you give pep talk if you need to or. You know, check with your guy. Are you okay? You know, you look like you got dinged up a little bit. There's so many things you can do with that, with that communication. Oh, yeah. And it's just something that I think needs to be 
done across the board. Now, well, with it, Connor Stallions and the sign stealing stuff, yeah, and, and like we're holding up, you know, placards with like Dolly Parton or a star or a crab, Super or, Mario, or Super Mario, whatever the heck, man. I know one knows Bob. what it means and and all that. And then you got <laughs> well, the it means tarps. nothing. Yeah, you got the tarps that are holding up. So you you know the whatever you can just eliminate all that if they'll. The one hang-up, though, was is the helmet people. I was, we're, we're, there's a helmet in front of The helmet people were like, hey, you modify that helmet, and you put a little intercom in there or whatever, we're no longer liable. If it if it malfunctions and it doesn't protect our player, we're not liable anymore. Well, the, the coach comm folks that are installing the whatever, they're like, well, we're not liable. So that's, the, that's what they're going to have to uh, sort okay. through. Now, let me ask you this. If you're Kitley and you like Roman sidelines, it's awful hectic down there. Would you rather be in a more quiet place so you can not have to maybe scream your instructions <laughs> into a quarterback's ear? I think uh, two things. One, if this becomes permanent, I bet somebody like him and most are upstairs. Yes. The thing about this game is – for fear of of a malfunction, for fear of I want to be able to to revert back to how we've done it all mm-hmm. year, sending in a signal and like kind of have some eye contact and all those kinds of things. But yes, to your point, I think because you you, you literally can go, hey man, he's open in the right corner of the end zone, throw it right now to the right, you mm-hmm. know, or pressure's coming behind you, get rid of it, get rid of it, get rid of it, or hand it, give it, you know. Uh, throw it, you know, an RPO, whatever. I mean, you're you're up there. You're just like, hey, they're in cover four. This inside route's going to be open. I mean, it just is. So this is where you need to go to it. I mean, you could just kind of orchestrate and puppet master it. Uh, you know, so in theory, we'll see kind of what it what it looks like. Uh, yes, I twenty from Dallas through Lindale, Tyler Longview, Caribbean Queen twenty. Hey, Caribbean Queen. You need to sing it. Caribbean Queen. Now what something same dream. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. That wasn't really singing. That wasn't really singing. Oh man. Shreveport Queen. <laughs> All right, we come it's like back. the name of a riverboat right there, right? Back. That's yeah. right. We're coming back with uh some questions from the chat line. Stay with us here on Double T ninety seven three. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Not to ask the two of you a Texas Tech basketball-related question. And we will start with Haxton on this because Chuck normally goes first. Gentlemen, Texas Tech basketball will make the NCAA tournament if... If they... Sweep UCF, hold serve against BYU, split with Houston, and take care of Oklahoma State and West Virginia. Okay, the West Virginia game is late on late in the season, and it's on the road. There are going to be teams... That if you want to be an NCAA tournament team, you can't lose to those teams because it's going to be hard to get victories in other places. You're, you're lucky enough to get UCF twice. Take advantage. West Virginia's not any good. Take advantage. Oklahoma State stinks. Win. Okay? That's how you get to the NCAA tournament. And then 
hopefully you let other things take care of themselves. You, you defend that home court, only lose one or two at home. That's my remedy, though, to get to the NCAA tournament. There's going to be teams that are at that bottom. Don't become one of them by beating all of them. And then that gets you up in that 7-8-9 region where I think the NCAA is going to say, you played in the toughest league, you're in. That's a weird one because it's not it's not <laughs> Joe Toussaint averages uh, 18 points. It's not Yeah, that well, and No, I'm, it's the path. That, uh, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm going to I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit it the, that way. I'm going to say you can if Warren Washington stays healthy. I think you can if Kurt Walton continues to average about 18 points a game like he has in his last two. Yeah, we need to talk about that too. He's 10 of 14 from 3 in his last two games. That's insanity. A completely different person. Hotter than the face of the sun. Um if if Pop Isaacs can get it going from you know from shooting numbers, do you think it's on his um, on his sick father that's weighing him down? I just think Pop's trying uh, hard, and I think uh, the, those shots are going to fall. I think uh, I mean I, I've I've talked to Rick some, his dad, and he's grinding through it, and you know it's uh, but yeah, I mean I, I'm sure that yeah, Pop's all in, man. He doesn't. It, it, it's funny because I think uh, I don't know him well. I don't want to pretend to to, but I mean he he's kind of. He doesn't. It's not like he's going out. It's not like he's got this big circle of no. He's got hoops. He's got his team. He's got his family. The end. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so. I mean, like you know, he, he he's an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. He can. He's still scoring though. You know. So, um, but uh, you know, and and I think uh, I think from a personal standpoint, someone like Robert Jennings has to continue to to emerge and we got like, eight rebounds. You take that in a heartbeat. I know. And like what? But what you see is that. It's like he had seven offensive rebounds, seven, and almost nothing to show for it because he just couldn't finish. No, right of the cup, and, and, and so that, but that he started to get a little more confidence and all those things. So, I, I guess my thing is, is that you've got to keep Warren Washington healthy. If he goes out, well, you're just—I mean, you're just in trouble. I don't know any other way to phrase it. You just have no beef, rim protection, no no length, uh, you know, things like that. It would be a really blow, uh, a big blow there. Um, but if if you have one of these wings that, that that continue to you know score for you and be a threat like Kerwin is right now, I mean, because I mean I, I like the way you can shoot it, you know. Right now, I mean, it's now can can Kerwin do it away from home tomorrow? We're about to find out. Yeah, know? now that's a that's a great yeah. point because yeah. it's been nice and comfy inside United Supermarkets Arena. But you know, you if you are as close to the team as we are. We not only call the game, but we're also looking at body language, just like the coaches are, um, the way that they're expressing themselves. He just looks like a totally different individual. I mean, I mean, the hair is still the same. The body frame is still the same, but just the shoulders are high. Well, he's, he's diving got, on the floor. He's diving on the floor. Yes. Stuff. You just never, he wow. was so shy and so reserved for so long at Texas Tech, at least, that you thought, you know, he's kind of the guy in the corner. He doesn't talk when you sit down to eat. He doesn't really crack a smile. He's just, he looks completely miserable. I'm being honest. That's the way it was the first year for him, which I can identify with. I'm that way sometimes too. But man, he's come out of his shell. He's come out of his shell. And all of a sudden, he's a different individual. Hold on, hold on. You're the, you're the guy in the corner? Yeah. You 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 look like a miserable cuss? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Um, were you just eating by yourself? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on, man. 
Got to. We got to get you out of that uh, that shell of yours, there, Hacks. Well, I said I got to get you diving on the floor, man. I, I'll I, I need, I need some floor. better body language. I need the shoulders like up. You I, know, I, like, I, yeah, that's, okay. you, you know where I'm at. I'm in the fetal position on my bed. Is where I'm usually at. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pray, uh, but uh, no, that has been a joy to watch because yeah. you didn't know if that was going to be. I mean, and I don't want to you know dogpile on Demarion Williams here. But Demarian's got more career points, like almost double what he's got. Uh, he's got over 800 career points, 146 career threes. He, he Demarian Williams has more career threes than anybody on that team, and he can't he can't get on the floor. Can't buy a minute. Yeah, yeah. And I don't really. But that's see what that. I'm saying. They don't really see that no, changing I, either. Neither. But yeah. you know, I didn't see Kerwin coming either. But. Yeah. It's been it's been fun to watch that because if you would have just followed his Texas Tech story, you never thought he would may, maybe he would be a five minute a game. Hope go out there get a couple fouls mm-hmm. and hit a few threes, and now he could be a massive part of this whole thing. Well, you know, and, and are we are we asking for too much? But you you, you kind of you have to, to answer now. Jeff's question there. You have to have it. You have to have it. <sighs> This radio duo is hotter than the face of the sun. That's from Tyler. Thank you. That's very nice, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> I like this one, too. Awesome to see Hacks and Level on Optimum Channel 9. We need a sea shanty. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to pull that one off. Jeff's Jeff's tone that he set for today's show music-wise has been nails. Uh, yeah, we, we, I don't want to join it. Yeah, I don't want to deviate. From uh, that. Yeah, that's right. Don't want to deviate from that at all. Billy Ocean. I mean, yeah, I'm always down for some Christopher Cross. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Coming up. Okay. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Well, Waylon Jennings, he's headed to Shreveport down to New Orleans. We'll stop off for the Independence Bowl, will you, there, Waylon? As we welcome you back here for one more hour of the morning drive. Hacks and level step again for Chuck and Jamie. Hope you're having a great start to your day. It's Friday, so that's hard to beat. We've got a little moisture, had a little uh, rain. Uh, I was It was kind of staggering that it stayed around for two straight days, the exact same thing, like a, yeah. a stinging mist and, and cold. It was just there for a long time but a little bit of stinging rain a little bit of sideways rain <laughs> sometimes the rain just come up from underneath that's pretty yeah, good that's right yeah that's yeah, uh yeah um yeah it just kind of sat sat on top of uh our lovely city for what geez 36 hours mm-hmm. just kind of yeah just kind of this this wind windy mist yeah uh oh uh the wolf's having a good time down there in uh, arlington at AT and T Stadium because of all the state championship games. Yep. Yeah. If you if you were yeah Matt Wilson, who you're talking about, works for the Arlington Sports Commission, big time Red Raider, originally from Loveland. Loveland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they high school football just sets up posts up uh, there at AT and T Stadium for like was it four days, like a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I guess it is, and there's triple headers every day, every classification. They just roll it um, all the way from six man, I think, all the way up to the big six A. And it's they're going to set another attendance record. Uh, but if you you know it's one of those things if you didn't have anything to do, oh man, and you just were wanting to go, you know, you go sit there and uh, 
eat hot dogs for about three or four days straight, uh, you know, and all that stuff, man, you'd, you'd really enjoy it. Because, I mean, there's some high-level stuff going on. They had a tech commit uh, playing for, like, Albany uh, in their game yesterday that uh, mm. did really well. But, um, yeah, it's, it should be a lot of fun watching some of those games. But, uh, yeah, AT&T Stadium, kind of the hub. And i tell you what, if you got a, a, a kid that's interested in sports, those are some of the things that, like, I remember – you know, the Oklahoma State Championships kind of moved all over the place, but OSU would host some of the – some of the, it just depends. Like, if they were northern schools, they might throw it there at old Lewis Field. And my dad had his OSSAA pass, which allowed us to get in the old elevator, go up there to that old press box, <laughs> eat the popcorn, kick our feet up, and watch state championship games because they were usually so cold. But just going to some of those games – I got to call one at OU with Bixby in it and the the 5A game. Um those are those are some great memories and then and then Benjamin just cruised to another state championship. I was happy to see that. I love driving through that town because to me it's so interesting because you don't get more out in the middle of nowhere than Benjamin, Texas. <laughs> and they they still got enough community yeah. out there with, you know, the ranching and the and the farming and what they do to put together a football team, and I just think that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and and it's always just the time of year when you know I just can't ever go see any of those games just because it's like you're you're basketballing or you're you've got just other stuff yeah. going. It's just the that's the, but yeah, it's uh, people will tell you, man, if you, if you like high school football, man, go do it, go post up for three or four days or one day or whatever you can do. I want to spring something on you. Okay, earlier this week we did Bring our it. tiers of twelve which I don't know if we'll ever change it to tiers of 16, but we tier out. Uh, it's basically a power ranking, but we can tier it out with top two or conference championship contender tier or the toilet bowl tier. I mean, you can have all this, and I'm not going to make you go all the way through this list, but I want you to give me a top six football job in the new Big 12 starting next year in your opinion what are the top six best jobs how i how i would base that on because i think that uh you can base it on a lot of things how what i would factor in is yeah there's some tradition and kind of what you've been to this point but a lot of this man now is what kind of business and what kind of collective and nil program do you have what uh what what are you what makes you separate from from other you know what what kind of is your administration you know putting their best foot forward with, from a facility standpoint all those things um i agree you, you know because i mean i think it's it's a it's a different deal it's than a it different yeah wild it used west. to be uh, the wild west has some different weapons now here i mean and it's called nil you know what's fascinating about you asking me that question too is like you know one uh, you know one institution that I think is just uh, they've 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 struggled a little bit here recently and it's very un I'll, I'll insert the name of the school here like uh, because they never have these kinds of issues and drama. Do you know who I'm talking about? Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- w- a lot of portal exits. You know, they lose Will Howard. They lose Treshawn Ward. They lose uh, uh, Will Lee, I think, the, the corner. They, they lost a lot of highlighted type players 
they had the basketball player issue and the, the Tomlin. Yeah, Naquan Tomlin with the administration kind of pointing fingers at each other, whether it's That's you know, been ugly. And, Behind and, the scenes, yes, that's been ugly. That's what I'm saying. And it's like this is very usually other institutions have the drama. Yes. Kansas State's pretty much we just win, we just, you know, kind of salute, move on and, and we're kind of boring, but we win and, and all that. But yeah. Um <clears throat> a lot of their portal um Entries were I thought raised an eyebrow because these were these were dudes that uh, that played played well were expected to be you know they weren't getting recruited over they weren't uh, they they didn't underachieve you know I mean Trishon Ward I mean he had 120 yards against you here uh, what six weeks ago Will Howard was um, hit and miss that day but he's had a really good career anyways um, okay so tears. Um, you can take a break and and think about yeah, this if you well, want. Yeah, because I did. Like I said, I sprung this on. And, you. and I, I look at this too. Is like I'm trying to like think of like the 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 teams that are supposed to challenge for the conference championship next year. Because Arizona has kind of come out of nowhere. They're going to be a handful next year. I agree. I mean, they 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 will be picked. I think by some to be a top two or three. And I wouldn't have said that. A year ago, but they just went nine and three. They've got the bulk back. Their uh, I think their coach is, is really done a really good job. They were playing at the Colorado level before Dion. I would put Arizona and Colorado in a very similar state as far as production on the field. Yeah, and they went and started. They didn't have to have all the hype and the eyeballs on their program and all the the celebrities coming into Boulder to get the, to where they, they're going to an Alamo Bowl and, yeah. and play an OU. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.